Welcome to the top ramp of the Guggenheim's Rotunda. Designed by architecture firm Snowheda's Landscape Department, this installation invites you to rest and enjoy the museum as a space for engaging with art, architecture, and nature. Stepping off the elevator, we notice pockets of lush green plants scattered along the top coil of the Guggenheim's Rotunda. Low white planters hold clusters of leafy tropical plants typically grown in shady conditions. The first we encounter fills the right side of the ramp as if emerging from the wall. Shorter plants and shrubs, one to two feet tall, including spring snow, panther, and silver bay, cluster around plants four to five feet tall, like bamboo palms, fishtail palm, and bird of paradise. Throughout the ramp, planters take circular shapes or basic forms created from intersections of circles. Some planters are a long almond shape made by the overlap between two circles. Curving white benches are placed around the planters, following their bending arcs. With some benches curving in and others curving out, a rhythm of benches flows along the entire ramp. This level feels airy and expansive. The pathways have widened from the ramps below, and here the ceiling opens to the oculus or skylight. A soaring dome of 169 glass panels, nearly 60 feet wide, that allows natural light to enter the museum and enliven the experience of looking at art. On this ramp, the bays, the semi-enclosures encircling the museum's spiral ramp at regular intervals, feel like open, self-contained rooms with benches and planters tucked into them. Above a few of the bays, the small translucent circular windows are frosted a bit blue, creating a cooling effect. This installation is inspired by architect Frank Lloyd Wright's desire to bring the outside in. While finalizing the plans for the Guggenheim Museum in 1955, Wright wrote to the museum's director expressing his philosophy of bringing nature and architecture into harmonious existence by organically blending interior and exterior, a condition he achieved through his use of daylight, plants, and water within his buildings. And you may notice other hints of green in the building, like low plants on other ramps. In the letter, Wright also described the benefit of the oculus. Quote, Isn't a picture, like sculpture and like a building, a circumstance in nature, sharing light and dark, warm and cold, changing with every subtle change, seen now in one light, now in another? End quote. From May to September, this space will further explore artist Cecilia Vicuña's relationship to poetry, the written word, film, nature, and ecology. This level features textiles, films, and work on paper from her series Palabrarmas, or Word Weapons, which she has created since 1966 and which became a prominent feature of her work after the 1973 coup in Chile. Palabrarmas are at the same time riddles, political poems, and colorful activist drawings created by combining multiple words into one. The Palabramas banners presented here evoke a march or demonstration with vivid colors and hand-lettered script in bold shapes. For example, the word Palabramas, formed by the words palabra, word, and armas, weapons, is often drawn in looping letters. The borders drawn around its perimeter form the shape 
of a rifle. A vitrine on this ramp contains works on paper, and two films are also on view. Concon is a 54-minute film in Spanish with English subtitles from 2010, self-described by the artist as a documentary poem. It captures Vicuña on the beaches of Concon, Chile, as she explores connections between her artwork, ecology, materiality, the landscape, and music and oral traditions. Sol y dar idad, or solidarity, to give and to give son, is a seven-and-a-half-minute silent film made in 1980 in Bogota. Scenes in bright colors capture people outside dancing and posing with palabrarmas, bright posters, and banners. They and children also play with a large orange ball painted with bold red letters reading sol or sun. Vicuña sees palabrarmas as symbolic tools with which to fight ideological battles nonviolently. As she observes, words are weapons, perhaps the only acceptable weapons.